outrageous attempt to terrorize innocent civilians. This is an attack not just on Paris. It's an attack not just on the people of France, uh, but this is an attack on all of humanity and the universal values that we share. Uh, we stand prepared and ready to provide whatever assistance that the government and the people of France need to respond. Uh, France is our oldest ally. The French people have stood shoulder to shoulder with the United States time and again. And we want to be very clear that we stand together with them in the fight against terrorism and extremism. Paris itself represents is of human progress. Those who think that they can terrorize the people of France or the values that they stand for are wrong. The American people draw strength from the French people's commitment to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. We are reminded in this time of tragedy that the bonds of liberté and égalité and fraternité uh, are not only values that the French people uh, care so deeply about, but they are values that we share. That, of course, uh, President Obama weighing in tonight on uh, the terrorist attacks uh, unfolding in France pretty insane man the cover of cnn like if you go to cnn.com uh it's just a whole bunch of you know police officers in riot gear and the headline like i've never seen before on i know CNN, it says bloodbath it's insane i just clicked on that and uh that is strange it's just yeah it's surreal french is uh, i mean i guess paris I, and the rest of the world it, We'll talk about this a little bit more later on, but as you know, France right now has experienced a terrorist attack with 153 people uh, already killed. Uh, one of them is at a soccer game with France and Germany. So, I mean, you've got a lot of German citizens there, too. You have people, you know, tourists from all over. I mean, this is impacting not just the, the French people, but, um, I mean, just all over. It's universal. It's insane. Right. This. this is This is, and if it is ISIS, which most people are suspecting... Yeah. This is their biggest hit as far as the, you know, France spreads throughout like the whole world, you know, France is like Obama said, they were our, our first ally. Is that true? Yeah. When we did the war of independence, you know, in 1776 yeah, and so on, you're more of a history buff than me. So the French them. helped us. Yeah. Cause they, they there was the French Indian war and they, uh, you know, it was, Britain versus France, and France lost, and Britain, you know, colonized the U.S., and then when we revolted against the British, the French were there to help us. They, you know, sent ships, and so they were actually, technically, they are, they are our oldest ally. And they're the ones that gave us the Statue of Liberty. They gave us the statue. Wow. Yeah, like, when, um, so I'm driving to Target around 6 o'clock, and, um, on, on the, on the sports stage, the guy comes back from commercial and he's like, all right, well, if no one's following the news right now, um, you know, France, there's there's some sort of terrorist attack going on in France. So I'm like, all right, well, you know, sometimes these reports are a little exact, you know, they're, they kind of jump the gun. It's, yeah. it's not as bad as you think. And then I'm in there and my buddy Bob Coons, who works for the Department of Criminal Investigative Services, 
you know, deals with this stuff, he just, he, I, I'm getting nine texts from him. I see nine missed texts. And he's like, this is, this is it. This is going to be soldiers on the ground. This is going to be tanks over there in Iraq and Syria. And, you know, we're going to turn them into a parking lot now because they're screwing France, you know, our buddies. Right. Before, yeah, they're it's just random things, you know, like they kidnap a reporter, they chop his head off. Like, okay, that's bad. But this is being called France's 9-11. Yeah, this, this is, is pretty much bad. what you just said, what it is. And to see this unfold, and I mean, it's still kind of happening. Like, they're still gunmen yeah. on the loose, and they're still trying to, you know, find out where they are. And there was a tax on, um, it was in uh, St. Dennis at the uh, stadium, they're, which they're saying now was a suicide bomber. Suicide bomber, yes. There's a Cambodian restaurant and uh, a theater. Yes. And, um where the Eagles were supposed to play. Was that the stadium? The band, the Eagles, the Eagles they were supposed they were to play at that play theater. theater. Really? Yeah, yeah. And now, apparently some of the band members are missing. They're from uh, Los Angeles. I saw the Sunset Strip uh, posted out a tweet saying, you know, we pray that everyone's safe. And they had a picture of the band. Um from the festival last year and they're you know for I, on my feet a lot of my friends who you know live and work in West Hollywood uh, knew these guys and they were tweeting like you know we hope you're okay and um, the one guy is okay they said it's, I mean it's just hits close to home a little bit and um, wow obviously for everybody Michael Biscardi just joined us uh, welcome Michael we're discussing Mike. the uh, tragedy in France and just kind of weighing in on the situation yeah, I uh, found out through. I was actually listening to the Michael Savage show on the radio, and I think I, I was actually listening to it unravel live as it had just um, hit the news on, uh, you know, stateside. So, do you have any inside intel? Um, I heard about the Eagles. And yeah, they didn't know there was no status on the band. I don't know what's updated since then. At first, I was kind of like, "Is it the Eagle? Are they talking about Don Henley and the Eagles?" Well, no, because you know, that's what I thought. Yeah, I thought it was that, that one. Band. Yeah, that's what I thought I heard. I was like, "I don't think they're. I think they're classic rock, but I don't want to pin them." Yeah, they said nitpick. death metal. These twenty-five-year-olds that wrote they Hotel California are tearing it up. Rights to uh, some indie group. Hmm. What are they called? Uh, Eagles of... Eagles Death Metal. Death Metal. Yeah. Bizarre. Now, they're also saying that Jihadi John... Who the heck is Jihadi John? I've heard Dead. him here and there. Killed him. Killed in an airstrike. Killed in an airstrike, yeah. Tally one. But so... it's still not 100% confirmed, and he his, right. uh, his headline... Sort of got bumped, as yeah. it's called. In, yes. Uh, show business and, and what we do. Um, so they, they were, quote, confident that he was likely killed in an airstrike. Right. But mm -hmm. as they start digging deeper into the investigation, well, the media investigation, trying to get a report on a confirmation, suddenly this erupts in France. And now the media is saying, um, is it because it, it's revenge 
for this for uh, <laughs> the death of Jihadi John, which you know I doubt it is. It's from a pretty, what I pretty heard, quick response. Right. I thought that too. I, I, I you saw that headline uh, earlier, and uh, then you see people jump the gun. And it's like no, that's a pretty it's a pretty organized response in a matter of hours. I don't think so. Yeah. Now, in different areas of attack, and this one, you know, correspondent for uh, CNN, I guess, was over there, and um, you know, he was I, after I left Target, like I was listening to a sports station and the, the guy jumps in and goes, hey, if you're not paying attention to the news, there's, mm-hmm. there's bad shit going down in Paris. So I jumped over to like, I don't know, uh, NPR or something else, you know, some kind of political station. And they're like, um, you know, they're talking to this guy that's over there and he's like, well, uh, we started going one way and then we realized we couldn't because there was attacks going on. So we turned around and tried to go like another way and we couldn't because there was more attack. He's like, for like a moment, it felt like everyone in Paris was just kind of standing still looking at each other. Yeah, they don't because know what to do. Because there was just madness going on. It's crazy. God. Well, if I throw my two cents in, um, and I guess we'll call this my special segment. So I am right now uh, recording live from Fort Dix, New Jersey. And about, I don't know, three, four hours ago. I stop out and get to get a bite to eat. There's not too many places around here. It's, um, you know, the lower part of Burlington County. So I find a dive mm-hmm. bar. Naturally, it's all over the, the news. It's, you know, probably seven wide screens with Fox News on. And then there's, you know, that one in the corner that has ESPN, but it's muted. And nobody's has full really house paying on. attention to it. And I walk in, there's maybe... Seven or eight people there, patrons. And I sit down, and right away this woman's engaging me in the conversation she's having to the gentleman, like three bar stools down to the left from him, from her. I sit across, but she's, you know, making eye contact. And okay, so it's a friendly, welcoming, warming situation. And I think they were talking about like FanDuel and wrap um, yeah. things because they're headline this week was they're technically like illegal in new york because they're in new york i guess gambling. new jersey is now also illegal and so they're talking about well maybe i'll just move to pen- get an address in pennsylvania i don't know anyway uh, yeah so that was their conversation and i'm sort of nodding my head friendly you know like i'm trying to uh, you know be polite right sure um, yeah sure yeah oh oh you're i don't know what you're gambler. saying well it's very hey, real your secrets why quit my day job <laughs> <laughs> and, Let me give uh, you money. She, so I'm watching the Fox News, and it's uh, Shepard Smith, who you know, it's no secret. I can't stand him. I think he's a weasel. He's a terrible reporter. Shepard um, Smith? Yeah, he's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, I've, I've never been a fan of him. His name's Shepard. Yeah, that's weird. And uh, as as Shep's talking. Oh, this douche. This, uh, this woman stops for a second, and she calls the bartender over and asks if the bartender could change the channel. She says, uh, is there anything else on but oh, this thing in Paris that I couldn't care less about? What? Wow. And really, what there an asshole. Else on, obviously. 
I mean, even local news stations were kind of ceasing their uh, their local news scheduled program about you know high school football games and whatnot. Yeah. So that was probably my uh, my what the hell is wrong with people for the the week. Wow, there's a lot wrong with people. I, uh, I just got to thinking, you know, as he's going on and on, the death toll, you know, kept rising. Yeah. It became like 30, the 40, then 70. And then she just goes over to this this other couple, the guy she was talking to about FanDuel, and I guess he had another lady with him. And they're talking, and this, this other woman is going around the bar asking everybody if they prefer fried or roasted turkey for Thanksgiving. She asked everybody. Didn't ask me. I was the only one at the Very bar important. didn't ask that question. And under any other circumstances, I, I would have joined into that conversation um, as I've had both. But again, given the circumstances, you, you might want to put your attention towards something that just deserves a little bit of attention. Absolutely. What if it happened yeah. to you and your friend? What if you had family yeah. over in Paris? You know, would you care a little bit more or less then, you know? Exactly. A lot of people do. Yeah. Even if you don't care, you let me say out loud, you know. Yeah. And how can you not care? Like this is this is real. This is the decline of humanity before our eyes. Like there are people crazy enough to think that no. taking hostage and executing humans who they don't even know is okay and it's part of some like religious path like it's so insanely stupid like how can you not be concerned for anyone related to you that's you know, and, and this wasn't alone absolutely you know, this was organized this was yes six different locations yeah and yeah. the scary part is you know isis kept saying for the whole entire year how they were going to reach the shores <clears throat> you know of rome and take over the Vatican and, and move and push forward. And, uh, you know, it, I don't have all the details of the suspects. I know they arrested one of them who said, I am Syria. So if he's from Syria, that means that they made it. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, they just, you know, said, you know what? We could probably recruit these kids. We don't have to cross the border because they're already there. Instead of them coming to us, stay there. And uh, we'll just give you orders of what to do, and you yeah. Take they it coordinate from there. these cells. Yeah, because I mean, all these kids joining ISIS, a lot of them are French. Yeah, there's a big problem there with that. Yeah, they have that. You hear about that a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, just a matter of coordinating them. It's very scary. It's a very scary situation. They can pop up pretty much anywhere. They get arrested in the U.S. a lot. Um, you hear about it. Somebody, and, uh, just tweeted, somebody just tweeted us. They, they must be following. It says, uh, I don't know who this person is. It's, it's just a fan. My brother's friend is in, my, my friend's brother is in Paris, and she said he is not responding to her messages. Oh, jeez. Oh, like, just imagine that. I hope they're okay. The royals of the podcastle are thinking of you and your family. Yeah. We're thinking of you? Tweet it's us at. It's just bad reception. It's probably just bad reception. Yeah, Tweet us at the positive. underscore podcastle. I have a friend that lives in France who's far away from the chaos. Her name's uh, Chloe, and I just sent her a message. I said, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers with the countrymen. She said, thank you. And, you know, she's I don't really want to elaborate on that. It's, uh, 
I don't get, you know, I don't live there. I don't, I, I'm, my thoughts and prayers are with you, but I'm not going to try to trivialize it and start talking politics or anything with you. You know, just let you guys sort it out and, um, yeah. you know, do your response. I can't imagine. It's kind of like they're 9-11, you know, in this, in that regard. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't want to get political either, but as soon as I'm watching the POTUS speech, I, just, I immediately look back to his um, last press conference after the, the school shooting. The uh, last yeah. one. What the hell was shit? I forget. And he was, was like, Oregon, he's, right? he's like, I'm, I'm done. I, I'm out of things to say. Like, this is yeah, just right. what doing. You know, it's time to pass legislation, but we're you're just, you know, this isn't enough. Voting, yeah. uh, a thought, no, thoughts and prayers is not enough. And, um, you know, this was yet another terrorist attack. Is he doing anything as far as legislation? You know, it's totally in his power as commander in chief to execute an order that would um, th that would require forces to take up arms and and go to the root of the problem and go after ISIS. But he won't do that. Every other country is. He's not on board with it. He doesn't have the power to take guns away from everybody but he's like yeah i'm fed up with all this I, I you know what it's up to you and, and your state legislature but you know your thoughts and prayers aren't enough but if it was in my power i would take guns away from everybody and uh, again i don't mean to get political but you put that into perspective how many terrorist attacks i mean it's the second in france in a year yeah if right they had the charlie uh, headbow in january one in the grand scheme of things you could easily make an argument Right. That uh, that would say, hey, look, thoughts and prayers are not enough. It's time to arm up. I think you might see some of that, though, with this. I mean, uh, right away, he hasn't spoke, at least last time I checked the news, he hasn't spoken to uh, Francois Hollande about the situation. But the thing with this ISIS crisis is uh, mm. everybody Which hates Which was them. the right answer. I remember he said, look, I'm, I, I spoke this morning about the G20 Right, right, but right now, you know, it's just, it's not a good time. I'll let him take care of what he needs to, then I'll check up. I mean, that's the right answer. I'd have done the same thing. Yeah, just trying to play it safe. And also, too, I think you're going to see more unfold with this. I mean, the, the one attack, the suicide bombing, was at a soccer game with France and Germany. So there's German citizens there. There's other citizens, you know, tourists in Paris. And um, you're going to see more of, uh, I mean, everybody hates ISIS, all these countries, even the, you know, Terroristy countries that hate ISIS, and I think maybe if there's any silver lining in this is that it'll kind of raise more of a coalition of of people to take these guys out. I think it'll be a coalition. It just this is not appearing to be a U.S. led coalition, which I'm not saying we should lead it, right? But we're not even following it. Yeah, a couple of airstrikes, okay, um, but you know when boots on the ground. Right. Yeah. You think about this. When Jordan lost one of their pilots to an act of atrocity to uh, to ISIS, their king was in the United States. He backed up, boarded a plane, and then got into another plane in the cockpit and actually started dropping bombs on these guys himself. Yeah, right. There we go. He joined in the fight. Uh, our leader has no... It, desire to declare war or even so much as put 
boots on ground in quote a combat capacity. But uh, you know, we've already lost a, an American soldier in the fight on ISIS. <clears throat> so whether you call it yeah. um, an objective of an advisory nature, it doesn't matter. I mean, they're in a combat zone. They wave an American flag. They're getting shot at. They're going to be in a combat situation. And while they're over there, they're getting combat pay, all the combat benefits. Um, so let's just call it what it really is and, and stop, you know, screwing around. It's like the war on drugs. Like, how, how are you going to – how is it going to stop? It's, it's like never going to stop. You know, like a terrorist can be right next door to you and he could be yeah. – you know, using the internet or whatever to coordinate an explosion at, like, I could have, there could be, it, it's so easy to, to plan shit now that they can do yeah. it quickly. Yeah. And they have people in other countries as other citizens doing it for them. You know, well, it's like, before you could just bomb Japan because they attacked Pearl Harbor. Right. Who do you bomb? Who do you bomb now? It's a different war. It's a well, faceless enemy. You, you need intelligence. On, I mean, some real heavy firepower, not these, <clears throat> you know, skilled target, uh, you know, the kind of you know, kind of missiles that we have that just lace a very small target and take out a couple of houses or maybe so much as a compound of terrorists and you know a cell. But I mean, yeah. you know, really lay some firepower down and cover a lot of desert. You'll get their attention. You know what I think we should do is ISIS's big thing is the propaganda videos, the beheadings and all this. We should create yeah. some propaganda videos of yeah, like, doc like, we have so much good technology with film. Doctor up like a film to shot look like an ISIS video of them like having gay sex and you know, <laughs> shaming them to, and just release it and be like, We received these threats from ISIS and just have them in the most uncomfortable just embarrass them so they don't know what to do. Their heads are exploding. Or we should just, like, make videos where it's like, yo, ISIS, you're, like, so mean. Yeah, you're so Just don't cool. do that anymore. Like, guys, yeah. don't join them. They're mean. <laughs> what does ISIS like, stand for? Dumb it. What does uh, ISIS stand for? Iraq, Syria, uh... Well, no, it's Islamic I mean, State. Because yeah. they say ISIL. State, they say ISIL a lot. Well, ISIL is supposed to be Syria and uh, the Levant. And then there's Iraq and Syria and um, – or I'm sorry, I, I, Islamic State of Iraq and the Levant, Islamic State of is, uh, Iraq and Syria. Oh. But everybody calls it as um, – Sounds like a poor name. As they think is – the president always says ISIL. I've noticed that. He's big on ISIL. The Associated Press will always say IS. And then everybody else is ISIS. I think just because it's easier to say, maybe it rolls off the tongue a little bit. ISIS, ISIS right? Like their first nickname. Yeah. When I when I first started reporting on them, like two years ago, on the Rogue Show, I kept saying, "Yo, pretty soon this stupid little group of nobodies out in like the middle of nothing, they're mm -hmm. gonna keep gaining and gaining all these you know people who just feel alone and they just want a mm -hmm. place to fit in." And before Boy. you know, with with technology and how easily accessible it is and you don't need a lot of money to have it to communicate they're gonna show up on our front doorstep and it feels like they're at our next door neighbor's house right up their house right it now. could be so it's really interesting my buddy coons is going off here he's texting me i go give me your thoughts on isis you know he's the guy that works for the dcis yeah. he's like this 
This has to be surgical. Like, it's the only way that we can beat them. We can't just bomb them. We have to put people on the ground, which sucks because we're putting our soldiers in harm's way again. Uh, but bombings, bombings alone won't cut it. Uh, not sure if you wanted a text or a phone call. This is France's 9-11. Yeah. Uh, wow. You know, a lot of American civilians are looking out for the troops, and I, of course I appreciate that. What I can tell you is that most troops, they're ready to go. And why, yeah, it has something to do with, I guess, patriotism, obviously. But They love America. I'm not going to lie. A lot of it's got to do with money. I mean, soldiers want to make money. They want to deploy. They don't think about the dangers all the time. They, they want to get paid. Um, sure, yeah. They're ready to go. Like I said, there's, there's combat pay. There's, uh, it's tax-free money. And uh, there's a lot of guys, particularly who are, you know, reservists and National Guard, and they're out of work. And they love work. Cause yeah, wars, think about it. They need to get paid to the economy yeah, booster. Like, fuck it, let's just go over there and just kill them. And you got a lot of guys yeah, maybe who I'll now come back. They should be paid well. And they're new, and they've missed out on the, two, the last two big wars. You know, they weren't there for Iraq and Afghanistan, and now Afghanistan, you know, there's still a couple of missions maybe going around, but there's not a whole lot going on and I think maybe they feel marginalized when they see all the guys who have deployed to both theaters and you know they, yeah. they're talking about their combat stories and you know the new guys want to be like them so they want to deploy but um, they should be paid well and yeah know, I guess I, a lot of I, I never thought about going that to war. financial yeah <laughs> the worst thing ever war they're going and fighting in it. Mm -hmm. So, like I said, if I was king, everything's free after you go to war. They wouldn't know what hit them, though, if they sent troops in there. I mean, you're talking about guys with, you know, Cold War weapons that they bought off the black market from yeah. some shitty country. You're dealing with troops with, mm -hmm. you know, you're dealing with drone technology that's, I mean, it's just, they're not going to know what hit them. The weird well, thing if is... I were commander-in-chief for a day, or even, you know, commander-in-chief of the globe for a day. I always looked yeah. at the, the whole thing with the refugees as a positive, when a lot of people didn't. A lot of people from the right wing didn't like it. They said, oh, great, now we're going we're gonna to be flooded with more immigrants, so we don't know what to do with They're going to make their way over here. But when you really think about it, know to do it. At, for, as a war strategy... We're going to talk about... Yeah, do the dishes. Right, get the, who wouldn't agree? Let's get all the good people out. That leaves... Only the bad guys left because this is the kind of war where, you know, it's a war and an idea and, we, and not a nation state. So it's not like we're going up against the ISIS army and they have uniforms with the ISIS flag that we can identify them. Right. We can identify them. They all look the same as the good guys. Even the good guys carry AK-47 slung over their shoulder. So now you, you, you can target the bad guys. And you can drop some real firepower on them and just wipe them all out to the point where you might not even really need any ground troops. Um, yeah, but just that's, take them out. Yeah, we have all these big planes that just sit there yeah. to use them. Send in some, uh, some daisy cutters. ISIS is still uh, yet to take responsibility for this, which is odd because a lot of them go, we did it, yeah, that was we did us. It. Even the stuff that you can't even prove that they did it. Like yeah. the whole thing, the Russian airplane they wanted to take credit for. Yes. They could be uh, shitting themselves. They could be like, you know what, this is... Yeah, they're like, are you so ready? Let's, well, let's not jump into this. was arrested, one of the suspects in the shooting said, I am ISIS. 
He, yeah, right. He did say that, but they could, they don't know if he was just saying that to yeah, exactly. anybody. Could say that. You can't say, oh, well, let's check your ISIS identification card, your <laughs> ISIS, yeah, like this and thing see what's going on. Happened last week. <laughs> can't do it. Not like that was ISIS connected, but it was an act of terror, and it was um, radical Islam. But that doesn't mean that just because he was a Muslim and he was a radical and he probably supported ISIS, that he was part of ISIS. You know, do you have to take an oath of omerta? Or maybe get a tattoo. Cut your head like, and yes, do it with the Shiite. You know, into the armpit to prove that you're ISIS. <laughs> there there a tattoo of, of your ass. There's actually a lot of Muslims in France that are, like, dis disenfranchised by the French government. So <laughs> there is a chance it was some pissed-off citizens. Like, yeah, they're huge in France. There's a lot of Muslims. go back to their native land. There, yeah, there's so many Muslims in France, and that's why the... Uh, Whatever the Republican right-wing party in France is called is, is gaining a lot of traction because people are like, enough's enough, you know? It's too yeah. much. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's also, there's, there is also a good chance it was ISIS or ISIS sympathizers over there. Like, you know, they're not necessarily like, I don't know, in their tents with them, but they're over right. in France going like, yeah, we support you guys. Yeah. What can we do? you got to be so... What do we have to off. do to earn our way in? We want yeah, right. This is like hazing. Yeah, well, how do I get it? Exactly. Let's let me smack your ass. You have to be so pissed off to be a um, to be a Muslim that's you know peaceful, practice Islam peacefully, and all this shit happens, and you're like, oh, cut it out. Yeah. You know, like you're giving us all a bad name. Like whenever I hear, you know, these Christian nut jobs that are like, you know, God hates fags, and I'm like, no, he doesn't. Just stop. You're giving everybody a bad name. Just die and uh you just hear about this all the time and you're just it's ridiculous only a sith deals in extremes oh shit yeah obi-wan ben canobes um crazily not uh, on top of the jihadi john stuff japan had a 7.0 earthquake saw that in fact i saw that is that for them in the past what, five years? Yeah, That's like the tsunami. Dude, hashtag pray for Japan, number one thing trending yeah. right now. I saw that, and I was hashtagging something with France, and I saw pray for Japan, and I thought, my first thought was, oh my God, are people that stupid? They don't think they Paris. I'm like, ah, pray for Iowa. No, 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 it's pray for Paris, Kentucky. Yeah, right. <laughs> they had a 7.1. Yeah, uh, That's seven, no joke. seven flat, but yeah, I mean, whatever. It's uh, carnage, mass carnage. I don't know any kind of – it's so weird. It's like CNN doesn't know what to do. There was a terrorist attack in France. It's too much. There's probably hundreds of thousands dead in Japan. Like the the, the pictures on Twitter right now are just – it's just destruction. Uh, Paris That's under Friday attack. The 13th. Look for it. Yeah, it's Friday the 13th. A doomsday for the books. Isn't crazy. that crazy? 9-11 and Friday the 13th. Yeah. Weird. Stop fucking up holidays. 11-13. We had a 6 point, not 6, 5.1 earthquake uh, earlier today that I looked next door and they were just filming Precious 2. How we doing it here, Hollywood? That's <laughs> <laughs> nah, stupid. Stupid. But yeah, tweet us at the podcast, let the underscore podcast all weigh in on the uh, terrible tragedies going on in France tonight and uh, kind of weigh in, want to get your thoughts. I've got a few tweets right here. I'm going to read a few. Um, 
Jen Wilkinson tweeted, uh, please remember the training and recruiting of ISIS has been from every part of the world and belief or no belief, which is a response to Representative Jeff Duncan. Let's see what Jeff said. Uh, Jeff is a uh, congressman for South Carolina's 3rd Congressional District, and he's he's going on a tangent here about ISIS. I'm gonna read Who you guys is? Who's this? This is Representative Jeff Duncan. He's a Christian husband, father, former small business owner, and congressman for South Carolina's 3rd Congres- Congressional District. I hate when people put that in their title. Christian. He says, uh, ISIS has said it will exploit. We can have compassion, but we also have to be smart. Is our country and our communities? I agree with that. Uh, what am I? What a what I am saying is that the FBI and DHS have both stated that we cannot vet these Syrians due to lack of records. ISIS will exploit. Okay. Uh, mm. How about end the gun free zones? How about end restrictive gun laws in Illinois that affect law abiding citizens, not criminals? Oh, that's always the example. I don't understand the reference. I, I don't know what the – I mean I know what the, the whole thing about guns in Illinois because every time they make a gun argument that taking away guns will uh, – the government taking away guns will answer the, the gun violence problem. Oh, I'm going to try to get the, him on the show right the now. He's responding to everybody. People in the pro-Second Amendment will always hit back with yeah. Chicago as a yes. prime example for um, gun violence in a state where it's – legally impossible to carry a firearm if you're a citizen where but somehow people still kill each other so that's their argument well, I don't yeah know isn't it like to this, it's like camden in the midwest yeah right <laughs> it's worse it's like the most violent city in the country right now yeah it's, it, it beat new york for uh, most murders per capita i want to say two years ago chicago so you can't own a gun in chicago Anywhere in Illinois, it's impossible. There is no carrying a firearm. There's no concealed weapons carry permit. So basically what they do is they go down south to the the states where it's easier to purchase a firearm. Anyhow, they just bring them back. Wow. It's impossible to win a World Series there, too. How we doing here, Springfield? (laughs) (laughs) The opportunist. You know, uh, there was also Clark. There was an earthquake in California today. Probably, There's there was a four point three in Baja California, Mexico. Uh, oh, Baja California, Mexico. Mexico. In Mexico, four point three. I read those. It's like uh, four point three, rock to hunger. I'm like, I wish it were closer. Like, I kind of wanted to go through that today. Mm-hmm. It would have broken up the been- day. Not been through an earthquake, or you, you've been through one ba- kind of bad one, right? Yeah. I, nothing was, nobody was hurt or anything like that. Just like stuff fell off. It was the a wall. five. Five. It was big. It was, we were in the epicenter of Encino, but I didn't know what it was. I was asleep. <laughs> we're going to die. I ran outside, which is what you shouldn't do. <laughs> Jen, Jen didn't even get out of bed. She's like, oh, that's not even worth getting out of bed. I was like, you're a crazy bitch. Get out. I'll never forget in grabbing the Bible. It was September of 2011 when the little tremor hit the East Coast. It was from D.C. Oh, yeah. up to, like, Boston area. Oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> the pictures. Which was nothing. Yeah, the lawn chair, like, tipped over. <laughs> the lawn chair, yeah. <laughs> Which was nothing, but still it was just something that nobody from from the Northeast 
ever Aye. experienced before. So I, yeah, it was a big deal, even though it was such a small deal. Oh yeah, weird. It'd be like seeing a tornado outside if you live in like Los Angeles. But oh my gosh, mm. that's crazy. Everyone in LA talks about the big one coming soon. I hope that doesn't happen because uh, this place doesn't even function with rain. I mean, it rains and it's a standstill. You might as well not even go outside. Oh, that's how it is here, man. It's like no one knows how to drive in the rain. <laughs> really? It rains. It's just water here. That's what I was thinking. Water. It rains like once a day. Oh my god, these pictures. L.A. man, they don't know how to handle rain or a good economy. Everyone just goes nuts. They say that they have isolated, or no, neutralized, nitro, neutralized four of the five gunmen. Some are still at large. 150 dead. Wow. SWAT team storms storms the Bataclan. Bataclan? I think so. Bataclan. They were shooting at us like we were birds for 10 long minutes. There was this DJ that was standing like right up against the stage, and he saw them come in from wherever they came in and just started shooting, shooting like like they were birds. And he just said he just kept walking backwards and got outside and got away and lived. I wonder how much more you're going to see this, the death toll significantly increase. It Just based on the news, it seems like right now it's kind of contained, like slowed down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, news never gets it 100% right as it's being reported. I mean, I remember seeing the death toll up to 70, which I think was on CNN. Later on Fox News, they declared it was like 30 60. dead and Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they retract it, too. The Fox News is still saying it's 120. CNN said 150. Yeah, that's one of the things this. with chaos. They're just filtering in secondhand. You don't have, you know, Anderson well, Cooper on the streets. On nine eleven, when I I swear I heard him say that the White House was hit. Oh my gosh! It just kept growing and growing. Um, Pride Williams. Yeah. I wrote a blog post about the uh, uh, Boston Marathon bombing, and. It was like just ripping apart the news because there were so many inconsistencies. The number changed like four times on CNN. They said they had the killer and they didn't. They said both were dead and one was. I mean, they just kept jumping the gun with these, you know, the bullshit facts. Who was in the news today? I don't know what it was about because it was just like a split second. Around What's that? lunchtime, I saw him on the television screen and then it cut away and I didn't even hear any sound on it, but. Apparently something was up with the uh, Sarnoff kid. Oh, he was he was making headlines. He's at Supermax, right in Colorado, isn't he? In the uh, so yeah, the uh, like most secure prison. The what's yeah. his name again? Oh, Sarnoff. Jackoff. <laughs> Soda Popinski. Douche. <laughs> Piston Honda. Um, Glass but Joe. I remember that. I remember actually doing uh, a podcast. I can't remember which one uh, during the Boston, like the day of the Boston bombing, and that that was the other thing. The number kept changing. It was like it kept two doing dead, it. Eleven during, injured during the bombing. Dead, you, you were doing it live during the like news feeds and all that. Yeah, yeah, we were we were on, and for some reason, I feel like you were involved in that show. I don't know, man. I would never be so shameful to do a show during a tragedy that's an. Oh, wait a what? second. Oh no! Oh, never. Never mind. We're we're doing that now. We're reporting. 
That's crazy. No, I um, yeah, I mean, I do remember that. I remember you. I listened to the show and I was uh, like chatting it or something like that. Yeah, you you were you were. I think like yeah, you were talking during it, um, and it was all about how the media what they were going to do with it. Like how for the next, how long are we going to like watch this unfold? Right. The only thing everyone's paying attention to It's because it sells and they just need to put it up there. Yeah. That's a good argument too, is to uh, talk about news junkets today and see if uh, people are, people's interests are dictated by the news or the news is dictated by events because you can, you can put anything on the news and people would kind of just watch it because it's there. I mean, there's a million stories going on every day that the news doesn't talk about. But oh, yeah. um, are you going to watch the news and go, I don't care about this? Or are you going to watch it and go, well, it's everywhere, so I, I really do care about it. Like Ronda Rousey, the uh, the fighter. Yeah. She's very talented. She's great. I don't give a shit about two women fighting. I don't. I mean, a lot of people do. It's great. And when she fights, it's everywhere. It's tweets, this, and I see people going, like, let's go Ronda. I'm like, when are you a fan? Do you just Are you just jumping on the bandwagon because everyone's yeah. talking about it? And I'm just making that as an example. I mean, I'm not talking negatively about her. But it, it just feels like the news, if everyone kind of puts together yeah, this I didn't, propaganda. I didn't care about, you know, whatever. I didn't care about yeah. women's ultimate fighting until her. Right. And it's, it's yeah. just so interesting to watch, some, watch someone be so dominant. At yeah, one thing. Yeah. You know, it's like watching LeBron. It's like, even if right. you're not a basketball fan, if you're watching how much better someone yeah. is than everybody else, like fucking Tom Brady, it's it's hard not yeah. to be impressed. Like Kamala. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, I think it's just this guy. You know, He's the worst. He, he is worth like $300 million a fight. Yep. He's like five foot eight, buck 40. It's yeah. insane how much money He's that perfect. guy has. He's perfected. He's perfected the rope-a-dope. Like, he just, you can't beat him. Dance like a fly. And, and he doesn't have to beat you because he's the champ. He's the champ. Mm-hmm. You have to beat him. I'll be right back, guys. Yeah, he's, uh, he just he just made the news. He bought a uh, $3.8 million Bugatti. People are like, oh, it's so expensive. It's like a flash in the bucket for him. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, for him, if he goes broke, he just needs one more fight and he's filthy rich again. It's crazy. Where are you at right now? You're in Fort Dix? Yeah, I'm in a hotel room in Fort Dix. It looks very uh, hotelish. You drinking a little lager? Uh, I am, yeah. Good. Good. Oh, I gotta actually get ready to call it an evening soon. I got a pretty busy day tomorrow. Some things going on. All right. Let me say publicly, and I hate hearing this, thank you for your service. Veterans Day uh, was this week. I like it. I know you don't like it, but it is appreciated. And, uh, yeah, I hope, I hope nothing was, happens where you have to go overseas. Vets Day was pretty hectic for me. I didn't. Do, there was no parade. I didn't have to work. Yeah, what did you do? Did you go out and get free drinks? Like, what, what, what was your day? I like? actually drove out to Pittsburgh. This is kind of an interesting story. It might be worth. It. I mean, it might not be interesting. But... Yeah, stay a minute. Tell us the Pittsburgh. Okay. Well, um, so the movers when we left Texas and moved to New York, the movers. Totally destroyed a piece of furniture. Uh, it, was a, it was a discontinued piece. And so, that, you know, the only way to get a replacement was through Craigslist, which I never did. You know, I'm not a kind of guy who buys used furniture from Craigslist. But this particular piece was the only other option I had. 
there were plenty of options in New York as far as used in um, in in this collection, if you will, collection. We call furniture collection. We're taking store a collection. Well, this particular piece from this collection was um, in this particular color only in Pittsburgh. That was the closest I could find it. So I had okay. to get this gray piece. Had to go out to Pittsburgh. So I rent the van, drive out there with the missus, and came back directly thereafter. Kid you not, 24 hours straight, no sleep. What? I don't think that... Um, what? I don't think I've ever done that in my life. My entire life, twenty-four oh hours straight sleep. What were the? What was the date? This is like uh, Veterans Day. It's Wednesday through Thursday. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh! So I woke up. I think that morning around eight o'clock. You know, I didn't hit the road right away. We didn't really get there till. Uh, wow. Uh, I, pr I probably didn't get out of the house till about noon, and I don't think I got there till about six. So I had to drive down to southeastern Pennsylvania, where I picked up the truck because you know the prices in New York are so high. Sure. So I said, it'll probably be a lot cheaper just to get the van, uh, you know, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. And we'll leave my car there and then come back along the way. So I actually had to drive from New York to Pennsylvania, then out to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So from Eastern Pennsylvania oh, to Pittsburgh, gosh. back Trick. to New York. And then I delivered the furniture, drove back to eastern Pennsylvania what? to swap the car out to drive back to New York. Later. That's insane. How are you not falling asleep at the wheel? I would be wrapped around a guardrail somewhere. Yeah, he died doing what he loved. Going on. And I actually am wow. very adamant about not playing around like that. When you know yeah. you're tired, pull over. I've done it myself. Yeah, I absolutely. Over. And... Um, but you were good. This particular time I made, I said, no, nah, good. I'll get there. That's crazy. So, yeah, that's, I think, a lifetime record. Not something I'm looking to do again. But no way. hours straight. I was awake. So for that Veterans Day, I really didn't get involved in a, in a whole lot of community stuff. I don't think I've ever done that. I think I've stayed up like, you know, woke up one morning, whatever, and stayed up to like 6, 7 a.m. the next day. But I'll eventually just crash and go to sleep. I don't know if I could. Did you sleep the next was, day? Did you hit a just yeah, crash I mean, at one point? It probably isn't one of those things that you could do so easily with a very active day. Um, but because I was, okay. it was, I had an active day. But because I was sitting down and driving the whole time, I wasn't really expelling a whole lot of energy doing that. Wow. Scardy was up for uh, twenty-four hours driving what? to Pittsburgh to. I'm sorry, to southeast Pennsylvania to get a truck to Pittsburgh to pick up some furniture, back to New York, down to southeastern PA, back to New York. 24 hours. Oh, it's a All triangle of that better, been a, that better been a great piece of furniture, one that gives you a head if you sit on it long yes. enough. I mean, that's insane. <laughs> That's inappropriate. And I did all this to save a couple of bucks because, as I was saying, good rental prices in New York are so terrible. Yeah. That the cheapest one I could find um, was down in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. So I said, well, we're going to be going through yeah. that way anyway. Let's just yeah. get a vehicle there. But yeah, it, then it was the, the ride back to New York. 
and then having to go back to Pennsylvania I don't know how you do it. go swap my car out where I left it with the truck and then drive back. I don't so know I drop the it. furniture off, go back to Pennsylvania, drive back. Oh. All because the movers broke this part. Jerks. Oh, schmucks. All right, killer. I'll let you go. I know you got an early day. It's getting tired. Uh, yeah. I don't wanna, I don't what wait. time do you have to be up, Biscard? I believe I'm looking at a seven, around seven time. Yeah. So not too bad. Not too bad, but not. Yeah, yeah I can't sleep in on a Saturday. That's late for a Saturday. Or early, excuse me, for a Saturday. It is, it is yeah. early for a Saturday. Yeah, definitely for you. For me? Oh, yeah, I roll out at like 11.30. Breakfast. <laughs> Sometimes I'll get texts from you. It'll be like 6 o'clock Eastern, and you'll be like in your room. Yeah, right. yeah. I just woke up in Los Angeles. <laughs> I wake up early on a Saturday. It's like 10 o'clock. I'm disappointed. I was like, I need to sleep. I just knocked myself I out. I robbed myself. Yeah, knock yourself out. <laughs> Go take like two Tylenol. Just run into a wall. And a drill. Yeah. <laughs> just bag my head. Cause excruciating pain so I pass out. Yeah. Whatever it takes. Adam I got to look up an update here on the news. We'll I see. Uh, um, you, got, you got what's going on in France? Just from Coons. Updates. I tend to lead towards ISIS or another terrorist organization, though, because of the high level of coordination with these attacks and the fact they coincided with several simultaneous public events. I don't see a bunch of poor citizens of France pulling this off. And in closing, what concerns me the most about these attacks in France is that we have ISIS sympathizers in the U.S. who may be motivated to act in this country. And these attacks in France could serve to motivate them. Even if they're not being directed by ISIS, ISIS has done an exceptional job of utilizing social media to recruit and inform their members. It has really changed the game in how they communicate and direct. Makes the likelihood of a similar attack in the U.S. go way up. I think that's so true. It's like, yo, yeah. they're, they're next door right now. They're down the road. What's stopping them from crossing the narrow sea and, you know, pissing on our, our dirt? It's a faceless... Uh, terrorist cell, you know, and that's why that's a good argument too. With talking about like NSA surveillance, and you yeah. know, the reason that is to kind of stop stuff like that from happening. You see a couple keywords in an email, and I have said a million happens. times, I am for Big Brother. Yes, I don't care. I'm not doing anything wrong. Right, I'm okay over here. Like, yes, I'm not hurting anybody. So spy on me all you want, and spy on everybody else to make sure there aren't any psychos out there planning a five attack at once. Uh, you know, right? I'd rather have that than be dead. And first of all, there's yes. not enough government employees to read every email of 300 million people. <laughs> I mean, they're looking for keywords. If you say things like, "I have a friend that worked for against my intelligence," well, get my rocks. <laughs> Take your rights. They're, they're not looking at uh, every email and going, well, Clark uh, Clark checked into Philly's best. No threat there. John is at the parrot. No threat there. They're talking uh, – they're looking for keywords that are filtered into a, you know, a net that yeah. would maybe raise an alarm that they have to check out. And uh, I'm all for it. Now, someone... God bless them too. The grammar mistakes they have to read every day. They deserve medal of honors, you know. One of the most oh god, one of the most annoying things that we're gonna see now, 
because it's just what happens. Um, the Obama uh, bashers come out, and Ugh. it's so like, ah, uh, it's so bad because so it's it's, it's, American. A, it's a speech from Putin. The people in that part of the uh, you know that lean on that side are posting this with the headline Obama can learn from this speech. And here no it goes. kid. From 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 Vladimir Putin, the Russian president. Yes. Go live in, in uh, Russia. I'm sorry to cut you off. Before you give the speech. These people go live in Russia and speak against Putin and tell me what <laughs> happens to you. Tell me how uh, how quickly a sniper takes you out when you're uh, walking down the street. Just just, just try that. Or just go to Russia and see how you like it for yeah. like a weekend. Just give it a shot. Be- You'll be sprinting back. Try to get a job there. Yeah. <laughs> See what happens. Try to be an entrepreneur. How yeah. many entrepreneurs are over in Russia? You yeah. They all come here. They all come here and operate fucking delis in Tarzana, California. In Russia. Here we go. In Russia lives Russians. Any minority from anywhere, if it wants, if it wants to live in Russia, to work and eat in Russia, must, should speak Russian and should respect the Russian law. If they want Sharia law, then we advise them to go to those places where that's the state law. Russia does not need minorities. Minorities needs Russia. And we will not grant them special privilege or try to change our laws to fit their desires, no matter how loud they yell. Discrimination. Strotsky. People are saying that Obama could learn from this. Dude. Come on, please explain to me. Isn't this in, insanely like um, did they lose the Cold War? Like the whole point of this country was people from somewhere else came over here and they contribute and made this it. Country what it was is. built on immigrants. It was Got the fucking human right now. It was built on illegal aliens. People like that are morons, man. To take speeches <sighs> out of context and apply it. <sighs> you you know, can take Hitler's speeches and say, uh, yeah. "Oh well, you know they're they're hurting this country. We gotta." Keep us strong. I mean, you know, I'm going to put together some quotes from Hitler and some quotes from uh, Ronald Reagan. I'm not comparing the two at all, but just for these ignorant people, I'm going to put together some quotes from Hitler and quotes from Reagan. And I'm going to read them on the podcast. And you tell me which one said which, and we'll see how smart Ooh, these people are. That's a great idea. You know what? We're just going to do that right now. Let's see here. Well, you're going to test me, and I'm not going to know. No, we're going we're gonna to learn together. I don't know the quotes either. Let's let's ask John what, uh, what he It's thinks. really amazing the person who posted this. I, I really uh, – Who is it? Already, let's blast I, him. I, I, I can't. I can't tell you who it is um, because I, you know, I just can't. And I'll tell you off air, obviously. <laughs> it's Biscardi. I can't. I can't. <laughs> No. It's Corrado. If it was, I would call him out. Pat Smith on ESPN3 right now. Patrick Smith, the youngest brother of Brian and Sean Smith of Chalfont, yeah. Pennsylvania, playing for Cornell basketball. He's a uh, oh. sophomore, I think, or maybe it's his freshman year. I don't know, but uh, that kid has got a jumper that falls like rain. He's going places, man. He's a hell of a player. I think he could play. He's just got a – I mean, he looks – I always used to say, ah, he's too skinny. I'm looking at him now. Dude, he looks – pretty jacked he must have like put on a crap load of weight pretty big That's what he needed to do for a you know skinny little white boy Shoots he's like got skills man he's got the skills the pant bills <laughs> all right john 
Five questions here. I'm going to give you five quotes. You tell me if you think it's Reagan or Hitler. You ready? Yeah. All right. Any alliance whose purpose is not the intention to wage war is senseless and useless. Hitler? Correct. Right. I was like, why would Reagan be promoting war? Here you go. As a Christian, I have no duty to allow myself to be cheated, but I have the duty to be a fighter for truth and justice. Hmm. That's a tough one because I don't know what religion Hitler was pushing. I know he was just pushing Aryan. And I don't know what Reagan. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Hitler. Hitler's right. Yes. So he was pushing Catholicism or whatever Christianity. Yeah, I don't know if he difference? was pushing it. I think he might have been in violation of the code. But uh, well, yes. Do I guess he claimed this. that during his speech. I do not see why man should be should not be just as cruel as nature. Hitler. Correct. Yes. Last one. It is always more difficult to fight against faith than against knowledge. Reagan. Hitler. Oh, oh no, Bob Hope. No. <laughs> we should, Yo, we should do some research, though, put that. Yeah, I bet you if you if you know we took more time, you could find quotes from Hitler that seemed like they were from the greatest president ever. Right. Which is why what... all these people <laughs> followed him. It's funny. You know what I mean? Like he must have said some good things that made sense in order to get an entire country behind him. It's politics, yeah. Propaganda. Free Taco Bell. There's more. <laughs> I'm not leaving. Nine. A free Taco Bell. Yeah. <sighs> Most horrible day yeah. of the world. Pray for Paris. Pray for Lebanon. Pray for, pray for Beirut. Pray for Japan. Pray for Mexico. Pray for all the world. There's like a whole bunch of nonsense going on in all those places right now. Lebanon. What happened there? Lebanon. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, dude. There's hashtag oh, explosive day, man. It's very scary. Lebanon, Baghdad, Beirut is also with Mexico, Japan, and and France, Paris. Oh, jeez. Is someone from Paris called a Parisian? Yes. Okay. The Parisians. Make sure no, nobody screwed it up. Gosh. Trump, Trump tweets, and you all laughed when I said to bomb the royal. <laughs> now nah, who's laughing? <laughs> did he say that? He did say that. He tweeted that. <laughs> I what did he say him. about Iowa? He said, like, Iowans are stupid or something today. He said something really funny. Yeah, he looks so funny with his gut. How stupid are Iowans? That was it. That was Donald Trump's predictable unpredictability. Oh He's a character, man. I could listen to Trump all day long speak. Yeah, he's still keeping it going. He's it's a machine, man. It's not stopping. No. And it's just a publicity stunt. It's working. He knows his audience. You gotta give him that. He oh, knows his course. audience. He knows how to cater to him like a true politician. He's playing them. Like a harp from hell. I didn't say that. Oh, I played in this city like a harp from hell. I now, amazing fact. Yes. Who plays P? Uh, who plays P. Diddy? Who plays? <laughs> who plays Penguin's dad in that movie in Batman Returns? It was. Uh, it was. He's in the very beginning of the movie. Ralph Julia. 
Small role, no. Penguins dead. Oh, Dick Van Dyke. No. Oh, I know who it was. Haywood. Haywood to blow me. It was a. Uh... Don't tell me. Do you do you remember? Yeah, they, they they throw him in the river and he's going down to the yeah. But like in the beginning, he's sitting at the window smoking like the cigarette out of the long you know penguin thing, and the the I guess his wife is like giving birth and the the nurse you know they give he's born and the nurse is like oh my god screaming he's a freak. They come and they get him and it's that was Dick Van Dyke, wasn't it? Good, no, it's not Dick Van Dyke. I mean, I can't say similar, but like okay. You're sort of in the right direction. Give me 20 more seconds with this. He's oh, he's oh, definitely known for one thing, one huge thing in like his career, the oh. actor. You know? I give up. I don't know. It would be one Paul Rubens. Was AKA it Paul Rubens? Pee Wee Herman. Was it? Yes. Paul Rubens. I'm gonna get it for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up here. Whoa. But anyway, he is That's playing. Cool. He's playing the Penguin's father in Gotham. Is he really? It's a good yes. nod right there. You know, I just watched that recently. The uh, Tim Burton Batman's. Those those are good, man. Those those are dark. Oh yeah, I know. Everybody always talks shit on the second one. And I'm like, yo, it's the best one. And, and it's better than the first one. Were so dark. It was. I thought it was amazing. The Penguin character is so interesting to me. Oh, yeah, and he's like, cutting people, and he, he dies, and he's bloated. Everybody, he has dirt on everybody, and he just climbs. They're better than anything you've seen after uh, after that. You know how they got really campy in the '90s with like Batman and Robin, and Batman suit had like nipples on it. Batman it Forever. Batman Forever. Is that the most Val Val Kilmer? There it is. Yeah. And Jim Carrey. Yeah, there's Paul Rubens playing Penguin's father. He's awesome. Oswald Chesterfield Cobblepot. Cobblepot. I like Batman Returns. You gotta watch Gotham. Gotham. Batman's the only superhero I really, I guess he's not a superhero, but really delivers like every time, like uh, except for a few movies, which are whatever. It was kind of where they were. But it was like a weird time. It's it was like a weird time. They didn't know the age of their audience, you know. Right. And they, the Batman audience was like growing up, and they're like, "Uh, it can't yeah, be cheesy. Know. You gotta make it almost like it's real life now." Right. You know, they waited like, like four years, and people were kind of older, but then they were still kind of experienced with like special effects, and it was kind of yeah. You know, they were trying to find their footing, and then when Batman Begins came out, it was uh, you know, back to the, back to back the comic to the deal. That's a great flick. I just watched that too. That was a. Uh, it was on it's one of those movies when it's on, you're like, "This is really good." Like the music and everything, it's it's tight. Dark Knight is the worst for me. You don't like Dark Knight? No, it's. I think it's like it's the hardest movie if you're flipping around and you see it not to stop on. Oh yeah. And you get I was, stuck. I was gonna like, say if it was the worst movie, that would be blasphemous. No, my God. I mean, all you're doing is waiting for the That's next time Heath Ledger is on screen. Nice. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. Oh. Anybody who said I remember Agnew came out saying that he he hated it, he didn't like the performance, and I'm I'm like, you're there's some there's really? more there's more to it. It's you're, yeah. you're you're not telling the truth. You're like I don't well, know. He was a controversial man. There's a, there's more reason behind it. I mean, he didn't like the uh, performance of Heath Ledger. Heath he thought Ledger. it was kinda 
He thought like you know how he was like licking his lips a lot of the time. Yeah. He's, he's like, a psychopath. He's, he's, he's always thirsty because he's just he keeps going. He he Heath Ledger locked himself in a, a rented hotel room for like two months alone just to get into that psychological despair of like a, a psychopath. I mean, I thought it was spot on, man. And like the funny thing is Nicholson like warned him. He's like, you know, playing this role, you really you go deep, you go way down. Yeah. And and I think that kind of Ledger kind of took that a little too far. Yeah, he, he I read an interview with him. He was talking about uh, he experienced some demons, you know. Oh, nice fire and juicy. Always respect. <laughs> I well, worked on a rap this morning about your uh, oh, yeah. upcoming nuptials. Oh yeah, you gave me like a sneak peek of it. See, I'm taking Ryan of Ryan Eye Fitness, which actually I'm going to join in the new year. I've already decided I'm going to be become a client of Ryan Eye Fitness. I'm going to take the challenge. I don't. I don't think he calls it a challenge. I think it's his business. But it's, I'm going to look at it as a challenge. Your life. I've already bought some steroids. No. The balls have shrunk. Let me ask this though. We'll, we'll give Ryan Eye a little plug. He does it all on Skype or so FaceTime. A lot of it on Skype. I could do that in Los Angeles when he lives in Pennsylvania. He does it with my buddy Keb Smith, who lives in Houston. You'll meet him at my bachelor party. <laughs> I'm pumped. <laughs> I like to see me sign up for Ryan Eye Fitness, but I kind of half-ass it. Ryan's like, look, I, I just can't do this anymore. I'm like, no, no, no. Let's watch this film together. And then let's do some jacks. <laughs> it's jumping jacks, and I, I gotta go to bed. No. You're the worst client. You suck. But anyway, I want to do Ryan at Fitness. But Ryan was really, talking. What? Are you really gonna do it? I really want to do it. Yeah, I was thinking about it today. I gotta nice. Gotta get in shape a little bit. Quit out some of the habits. Kind of get myself back on track. What and, do you uh, not eat well? I don't eat bad. I actually, I eat a lot of healthy foods. I just don't. I don't exercise. I drive to the bathroom so I don't have to walk. <laughs> if I could have one of those like handicap scooters that go, up, you know, the wall to go up the stairs, <laughs> the like, I would do that just so I could yeah. play with my iPad. <laughs> I would love that. Well, all right. Let me get. Let, let me give you an assessment, a Rye Nine Fitness assessment. Give it to uh, me. What do you? All right. What do you eat for breakfast? Uh, I either have a bagel or Hard. worst what? thing. Worst thing you can eat for breakfast. Well, there's we're not doing right hand fitness then. It's like eating cupcakes <laughs> for breakfast. It is. It's, it's just empty carbs. Yeah, All it's right. just sugar. It turns right into sugar. Now, I only eat half a bagel. I don't do the whole thing. I do like a half. Like the oh. top sliver. It's still terrible. Like the thing you should eat in the morning is eggs or steak or chicken or like protein. Because Done. you want to like eat as much of it as you can in the morning. Almost like stuff yourself at breakfast. Or eggs too. I'll make an omelet. There you go. See, yeah. that's perfect. A little onions. But you eat bagels. Spinach. I do the, uh, what is it? The uh, eggs frittata. What's that? It's like spinach and... Uh... Frittata. Yeah, here, I'll tell you what it is right now. We would, have, uh, we would have a recipe on here, but our recipe girls prison for pyramid scheme so let's see yeah i'm kidding um, um uh no i we should let the audience know uh 
pretty little pretzel. Uh, we're in uh, negotiation battles. She's uh, in pretty little prison. Con conversations. We're gonna try to work it out. Um, but she's yeah. involved in some things that I'm kind of skeptical about, and I just need to get to the bottom of it. You're an honest man. You're a beacon of integrity and truth, uh -huh. and the podcast all reflects the integrity of uh, the audience. So uh, yeah, I, I want to see what we're connected to now. Right. And it might not be something that's, you know, that appears intelligent. Might not be healthy for the vitality of the show. No. Wouldn't that be exactly. funny if she went to prison and she did a blog called Pretty Little Prison? And it was like, the oatmeal we had is really good when you don't get raped the <laughs> night before. You're like, oh, yeah, the, gruel, the gruel, the porridge, the slop that they feed us. Uh, if you add some honey and pepper, it's really not it's that sexual. bad. It's good. It's good porridge it's good there's three good. bears sleeping in bed good gruel there's good good oh. boat meal so the the protein okay so ryan is not so much about exercise as he is diet or is it the whole package that's that's his problem with michelle obama because she came out and she was all about like health and like yes let's start the new you know teach the kids about being healthy and eating good and then all these companies like Pepsi and McDonald's and unhealthy, unhealthy foods backed her. And then it became not about your diet. It became about like being active and yeah. being active is good. You should never not like move around physically and sweat uh, every day. You should do it at least every day. And but your diet, you, you are what you eat. That old stupid term. It is but I'm a so pussy. How are we doing it here, Cleveland? Cleveland. <laughs> Sorry. My apologies. But that's the truth because, okay, when you go to the food store, right, <clears throat> if you walk around the perimeter, it's like the produce and the meat. That's about like 10% of the, of the food store. All those aisles, all that food is like fake it's yeah. made in like a warehouse. It's jacked with all these chemicals. GMOs. They, they say like sugar-free. But then when you look on the back, there's all these ingredients that like you can't pronounce. That's sugar. It's just right. like in another scientific molecule. It all sugar. turns into fat and suffocates your organs and kills you. Yeah, like aspartame is one of those chemicals that they're like, <laughs> it's sugar-free, but we have aspartame in it. And it's like very unhealthy for you. It's like every gum. <laughs> aspartame? It's called aspartame, but I say spartame. <laughs> That's a joke I have. My friend is a... Uh... In California, do they pronounce it like a No, spartame? no, no, it's, it's aspartame, but my friend, my friend I work with is a... Uh, she made, she's a, has a master's in like public health and, you know, food and everything. And she told me, uh, you know, you shouldn't chew that dentine. It's got aspartame in it. And I was like, oh, okay, or whatever. And then I got like a, the gum a couple days later. I was like... What does it have in there? Aspartame? So now it's a joke with aspartame. Oh God, I'm going to use that tomorrow. There's like a birthday brunch for Heather's best friend, and I'm going to be like, Ooh. I'm going to get all this uh, awesome iced tea. <laughs> I can put aspartame in it, though, right, to make it sweet. Oh, no. It's, just it's, throw everyone off. it's organic. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, What's the other one? Uh, Splenda. Or no. Um, stevia or Tevia. It's yes, stevia. Stevia. It's 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 natural sugar. Right. Yes. But Coca-Cola owns it and it they has like anthrax in it. enhance it. <laughs> There's anthrax in it. It's nothing. Just take regular sugar. 
Like, right. don't eat any of the fake things. And they They're still not- sell them. This sugar causes cancer about nine out of ten people. But it's on the shelf and it's still in front of me. Okay. Because- I guess it's like the cigarette thing. It'll kill you, but we can still kind of get it. And it's crazy because the um, the diet, like going back to the diet, how hard it is to eat healthy in this country. So, like, yeah, exercising and, like, getting in shape and working out like that has been on such an incline. Like there's an LA fitness opening on every corner, but the amount of obesity is rising with it. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we're all working out so much, but we're still getting fatter. Like, how is that possible? Right. Because the food we eat, our body doesn't do anything with because it's not real. God didn't put it here. Like Louis CK says, if God got here today, what "What the hell did you do? Right. And man would be like, well, what? I needed to needed to make money to build buildings. <laughs> what do you need money for? <laughs> well, you know, we gotta we gotta uh, eat. I left food on the ground. <laughs> it's in trees. Like, Oof. what are you doing? No, we have tomatoes. They're eight times larger than I created them. <laughs> That's one of the problems too. Is uh, I see a new gym opening up in LA like every other because everyone's into themselves here. So you just see a new gym everywhere. But then you look at the size of the portions and they're like three times larger than they really yes. should be. That's why when people say, I'm in a food coma, no, there's no such thing. Your body can't process the amount that you ate. When I lived in England there's and I first got there, I went out for like pasta with friends and stuff. And I'm like, dude, what is what is with these portions? These are – what is this, like a snack? And they're like, oh, no, yeah. these are what they're supposed to be. And – Yes. Then I adjusted to it. I'm like, oh, so I could just wait 15 minutes and I'm full rather than eating until, you know, you get it. You get yes, it more than most. Body, You're a healthy guy. Your guns are huge, man. The stomach the stomach tells the brain it's full like 15 minutes after it's actually full. <laughs> and it's like a fat kid catching up. It's like, <laughs> did we, are we at the game? No, it ended three hours ago. You should have just driven with me and let me... I'd get a a sandwich. I had a boss that was 300 pounds once. And I used to like... This is cruel. I used to ask her to come over to different parts of the place. Because I know it would get her winded. So I'm like, Barb, there's like something weird over here. And then she'd come up and... Something weird over here on the top. What is it? Oh, it, it was like a bug, but I it, it ran away. Yeah. <sighs> oh, I gotta go sit back down. You better go back to your desk four rooms away. Because then it would wind her out. She'd be like, I'm just going to go home today. I'm like, yes, you are. And I'm going to fire up a Juicy and call up some gals. <laughs> fire up a Juicy. Where were you working on that? I was working at a behavioral health clinic. I was like in college. I was like 21. Oh my God, behavioral health clinic, like a psych ward. Yeah, for kids. For kids, pediatric. Yeah. Damn. I was, a, I was a chef there, and I didn't know anything about culinary, but I guess my resume said it did. So, uh, they were there was like you know they were allowed to have certain portions like cookies, and I used to give them whatever the hell they wanted, and I would go into like one of the units. Claus worked there too, one of like the residential units, and they'd be like, eh, "It's Saint Matt, everybody!" And I'd be like, "Cookies for all!" And they'd be like, uh, you know. They're only allowed to have one cookie. And I'm like, well, if they behave, let's give them three. Nope, can't have it. And uh, I walked into a unit one day and there was a crisis alarm going off. Like if one of the kids was trying to like hurt somebody. 
So they had like an alarm. So everybody had to respond to the alarm. <laughs> and I was the, the most unthreatening man in the world. I was the first on the scene. This kid had a shank. He was like this nine foot black kid with a shank ready to go after a nurse. And I was like, I'll tell you what, Jamar, I'll give you three cookies if you put down the shank. Shut up. And he did it. And then I remember thinking to myself, I just bribed a kid from murdering someone with cookies. It's probably time to get out of here. And I left shortly after. But um, I would give cookies to everybody. Just to calm them down. Yeah. I mean, sodas. It, it's really it was not like a that. Prison contraband. Yeah, I, I was like, going to say, it's, it's not that complicated. Everybody likes cookies. Here, have one. Sodas. Calm down. It's great. Sugar. But anyway, so they, so Rhinine Fitness is, is the whole package. He's worried about that. You know, obviously, you got to tie in fitness and food diet together. Um, think of your metabolism as like a campfire and, you know, it's burning. And the only way to keep it burning is by putting a log on here, putting another log on here. If you put a giant, huge log on the fire, it's going to go it's out. It's stone. So it's like, you know, on the perfect day, I'll have eggs, two eggs for breakfast with like little tomatoes and mushrooms. And then at like 1030, I'll have uh, like a, a piece of chicken breast. Ooh. And then at oh, – and then at and then I'll have lunch, which is like tuna or like a protein shake that actually tastes like chocolate, not like chalk. They're out there, trust me. Right. Uh, and and then in the middle between lunch and dinner, you have another. You have like a bell pepper, like an apple. And then at dinner, mm. you want dinner to be. Sometimes Heather and I'll have two pieces of fish, and we'll split a sweet potato with butter. Uh, and then that's it, man. Sounds like, pretty good to me. It's like, remember when people just ate to, like, you know, wake up the next morning? Not to be like, oh, let's just stuff ourselves. Let's see what we can fry. They just let the dog jump on the table and eat what's left because they're too bloated to get up. Right. What kind of fish do you guys do? Do you like salmon or swordfish or? Uh, Pollock, actually. Ah. It's huge down here, and it's a good white fish. And uh, at Publix, it's it's cheap. Of course. of course it is in Florida. Of course it's whitefish. <laughs> and um Trayvon. Yeah, man. Fish oil. Did uh so obviously because there's you know a huge fish market there, Mahi Mahi, uh, Pollock, whatever. The supermarkets when they say fresh fish fresh fish served daily, it's legitimate. They actually have really good fish that you can get for you know, whatever. Yeah, and it's not really expensive because it's you know South Florida. It's like fishing with dynamite down here. It's very, very easy to catch a million different kind of fish. Uh, and yeah, mermaid. It's like they, were, they were caught that day. Yeah, mermaid, merman. Uh, it's a little chewy. Bacon. Paris, Lots of bacon. Mus- Paris Muslims pray for Japan. Bill Walton, all trending right now. I wonder why Bill Walton is in the middle of all that. Huh. But uh, it, it's not good, man. No. And I haven't been in front of a live TV for a while because in the studio here, I only have the the fire stick. But I've had CNN on CNN.com and it's still that bloodbath with these EMTs running somebody on a gurney, uh, yeah. SWAT team, storm, bad class, shooting, shooting us like we we're birds. Uh, watch continuing coverage. I guess it's I sad, man. It really is. I think we can uh, 
come to a closure on this and just say, you know, obviously everyone here is very concerned about everybody in France and, and other places and, uh, you know, in our thoughts and prayers, and we do hope for, um, you know, peaceful resolution with throughout this and then, uh, you know. I don't hope for a peaceful resolution. I hope for a For the victims, for the families. Destroy. Like, I feel like enough is enough and actions have to be made. I Absolutely. Mean, we claim to be this, you know, what's like the United Nations. Like, can't we get I mean, isn't Paris with us and with I don't know who else? Australia, Germany. Yeah, you have NATO. Like you have same team. Right. You have the League of Nations, Jen. It's is it the League of Nations? No, that was failed. That was like Wilson's thing <laughs> after World War One. United Nations is the current. Yeah, United Nations, Nations. But they need to. Uh, yeah, you're going to see more of that. I hope, and uh, you know, just sad for the victims' families and and uh, people that lost their lives. Yep. Obviously, very, very upsetting. Yeah, it's terrible. And I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. I'll tell you what we're going to do next year. We're going to have a party for your wedding. How are we doing here? Less than a year. It's amazing. I was thinking about that. It's your last Christmas as a single man. Oh, yeah. Wow. So you got to like I... have a home alone moment Yo, like one more time. I got, I'm, I'm going to let everyone in on a little secret here, a, little, a really funny idea that Heather and I have. So we're, we're like, she goes, do we send out a Christmas card like before we're married? And I'm like, yeah, you know, we're engaged. We'll do one with like, uh, you know, the Mac and Shady. And yes, I was like, why don't we do like a combo, like Hanukkah Christmas card and like i'll dress up like the mensch on the bench and she'll dress up like the <laughs> elf on the shelf you That's know awesome. you know what they are so Hanukkah like a harry yeah <laughs> so like i have this long <laughs> sleeve shirt blue sweatpants like a white scarf with the star of david and like a black hat and i'm gonna grow like, Eating a the... bagel with locks yeah <laughs> And Heather's going to dress up like an elf, and we're going to take that and send it out That's to, all awesome. our, to all our Catholic friends. That is so cool. It's going to be great. That's awesome. That's a yeah. great idea, man. Jen and I were going to do that, not because we're the same religion, but we're, right. you know, she's of Mexican descent, so I was going to dress up as a leaf blower. You know. <laughs> oh. It's all right. I'm allowed. I checked our demographics. We don't get listens. Okay. <laughs> Terrible. Really? Why no. don't you call her relatives? That's great, man. That's cool. That's a really great idea. The bench. I know, man. I was like, yeah, but oh, oh, she's like, why don't we do like? And I was like, babe, the only way we're doing a Christmas card is if it's like ridiculous. <laughs> like it has to be a joke, yeah. Because we're not the same religion, and sending a Christmas card, people, it's gonna be like an elephant in the room, you know? Like, <laughs> Merry Christmas from me and the Jew. <laughs> no, it's just. <laughs> Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah and whatever else you celebrate that doesn't offend you. She's not in it. It's just you saying Merry Christmas. But there's like a space next to you where she should be. But because you don't want to offend anyone, you're just – it's John. You Photoshop like uh, Kevin from Home Alone 2 in there, you know, Macaulay Culkin. But he's like – the Photoshop's kind of shitty. So he's like twice as large as you even though he's yeah. like eight. Yeah, right. He looks the same size. That's funny. That's- I'm excited for Christmas, man. I'm really excited for the uh, holidays. Oh God, yeah, I always. Are you going back up north? Nope. Yeah, I'm, I'm on it's the fence right now. Because of uh, you know the wedding, and everything. We're just gonna cut out yeah. holiday travel this yeah. year, just because you know whatever. Yeah. It's always such a hassle anyway. 
It is. This is the first year I might actually stay in uh, Los Angeles. I'll have to make the decision tomorrow because airfares are jumping up. But oh my god, dude! It uh, it, it has to be like a thousand dollars. Yeah, the cheapest one I saw I think was uh, just under a thousand. But it's a hassle to travel back for uh, for all that, you know. Don't you lose like the whole day or like half a day because time? You lose a day, yeah. It's like between getting to the airport, leaving to the airport, three hour time difference, six hour flight. I mean, it's it's a whole day. And it's already four hours behind or ahead. Yeah, you just lose it. So I'll probably just teleport myself. Oh, that'll be good. That just blew himself up. It was a kerosene heater. I thought it would work, Johnny. <laughs> Vaporized. All right. I think we put this one in the W column tonight. What do you think, sir? Yes, but I do want to tell people to follow Jim Gaffigan on Twitter because he is – it is free He's comedy. It is free comedy. Like, people don't realize that. it. They're funny in – he's funny in everything he says. Most comedians are. But Jim Gaffigan does video. He's on Snapchat. I follow him on there. He's one of the funniest guys, and it's it's free comedy. So I would follow him. He's at Jim Gaffigan. The other day he posted, isn't anybody worried that the guy Subway fired opened his own jewelry store? <laughs> <laughs> He's so funny. I love his uh... – the best. I was listening to him on Pandora the other day. I have like a comedy station. He did his oh, McDonald's yes. bit about how he's like, you know, uh, I kind of need a cigarette after this. And, you know, met Big Macs two for, you know, two for one dollar. Yeah. It's kind of expensive. And he kind of just does these bits. And uh, what's great about him, you know, if you just like, you know, YouTube or whatever, he does isolated bits for like perfect for ADD minds where he jumps from one yes. thing to the other. Like, you know how a lot of comedians, which works too, but they, they do like a 20-minute bit on like... Yeah. And if you don't really like the bit, you're like, all right, kind of waiting to move on. Right. He's very quick with like, oh, he's talking about this now. And everything he talks about is great. Like, yeah, even if it's like a boring topic, he makes it hilarious. So... It's like, I'm going to go here. Why is he talking in that voice? Yeah. And then he like switches again. That's a pretty good impression of a Russian though. Right, yeah. Why am I still talking like why am I still talking like that? What city am I in again? What is this? He's this doesn't sound like that. It's funny. Love him. He's good. He's and got follow, uh, flag as his uh, you know, default. Jim Gaffigan show on TV Land. Oh, check it out. Know. Sorry. Please uh, check us out at Spreadshirt. I'm sorry, KingmanProductions.Spreadshirt.com. We got some holiday merchandise for all the kitties out there. Whether it's a bib, a stocking, a onesie, or a cell phone cover, Podcastle has it covered with shameless merchandise. Podcastle merchandise. Give John, Matt, and Michael the gift of money for Christmas. Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, on a serious note. God bless the people of France. Yes. Hopefully uh, they find some comfort with the families and. Uh, Always praying for the best uh, for our friends. So, this is Matthew Clark saying good night. See ya. God bless France. Bye. <laughs>